Children's lives are at stake in so many parts of the world. Join me, Xavier Conan, on The Field, a new podcast from Terre des Hommes. COVID-19 is a global pandemic, as everyone knows. But the fact is, its effect will not be felt equally. The millions of children living in already disadvantaged or precarious areas will be the hardest hit. Terre des Hommes is deeply concerned about the fate of those children. This is Xavier Collin speaking, one of the TDH ambassadors based here in Lausanne, Switzerland. Let's face it, this coronavirus crisis will have devastating consequences for the children living in densely populated urban settlements, in refugee camps, in war-affected areas, or even in immigration detention facilities. In today's episode of The Field, we will give the floor to three particularly involved and dedicated TDH personnel. First, Giuseppe Tigani in Greece, where she is head of the Southern Europe delegation. Jérôme Combe, who is deputy Africa manager based in Mali. And Maïsa Shami in Lebanon. She is the psychological facilitator for the area. First question, first concern. How are children affected by this pandemic situation? From Greece, Giuseppe reports and tells us about the children whom she calls the silent victims. While children have been the least affected by the pandemic, um, they have been the silent victims or are the most vulnerable during this pandemic. There, you know, we have seen many cases of children and families who are already in vulnerable situation due to socioeconomic exclusion or those who live in overcrowded settings such as asylum seekers and you know, refugees as well, uh, which are at particular risk. And we have seen reduced supervision, neglect of children. There have been an increase in child abuse and domestic violence as well, which has uh, affected children particularly. There has been a, a particular pressure as well on child protection services and during the lockdown, there has been a lack of access to child protection services. This meant that many, many cases have not uh, been able to uh, reach child protection services as they could not visit the houses you know, or um, uh, the spaces where children were living. While they, they live in very uh, difficult circumstances, in difficult spaces, and you know they uh, they have a childhood that is is being denied in a way, uh, and they live in a limbo, not knowing if the caravan where they live is their home or is just a temporarily home, and they lack a life with you know with dif- dignity and with respect. What do children need the most in this difficult period, where sometimes there are multiple crises at the same time? Well, in Mali. Jérôme Combe explains the work of his whole team. Children need to have safe spaces where they can play, where they can learn, where they can be listened to, yeah, where they can be children. Social distances don't mean anything for a child surviving in the street. And uh, how can you stay in lockdown when you have just enough money to buy a 
you will foot for one meal. COVID-19 is only one more additional problem that these children, this family, this community are facing. But what is impressive is the way vulnerable children are developing copy mechanisms. These children are now selling masks in traffic lights. They are going to the market for people who don't want to go out. These children are survivors, and we can help them by empowering these life skills, by providing places where they can develop some oases where they can feel safe, protected from all these problems. How does TDH ensure that those who are most vulnerable are effectively protected and assisted? The answer to that question comes from Maisa Shami in Lebanon, where she holds the position of psychological facilitator. During this pandemic, and as usual, our approach is to protect and assist most vulnerable children and families. We support families and help them to adapt better through doing mental health and psychosocial support sessions in order not to be overwhelmed by stress and anxiety, and on how to deal with psychological tension resulted from this difficult situation. In addition to that, we do awareness sessions to parents for precaution measures and how to deal with the stress in a positive manner to create a friendly environment for the children and the family. Also referring them to other services that they need and following up with them. What about social workers? How are they able to respond to the disease and how can they minimize the effect of the pandemic? Jérôme in Mali helps us understand. Mass sensibilization and counseling respecting social distances, I think, are the main challenges for the social workers' routine. The pandemic, it's also an opportunity to promote health access for more vulnerable communities and for us to integrate more health supports and agent promotion during case management sessions. Because what is really essential for children and families is to understand the risks linked with COVID-19. Another big challenge for social workers is to contact beneficiaries by phone to avoid spreading the disease. It is less powerful than a physical visit where you can observe the environment of the children. But at the same time, you can have more regular contact with your beneficiaries and it's safer for the community. So adaptation is here, again, crucial. In Mali, with the support of uh, Monaco Cooperation, Tadism is promoting the release of uh, children in detention. We are working closely with the Ministry of uh, Justice and we are helping the court to find the best solution for the reintegration of these children. The good news is that last month, the Ministry of Justice released 72 children and uh, we hope that more are coming. For us now, we will provide a follow-up of these children and help them to find a job through vocational training. We had also support from the Swiss government to purchase individual protection equipment and to help the Ministry of Health to cope with the pandemic. Technology, this is a fact, has been very helpful and useful during this time of crisis. Is it now about time to go back to normal? Final world belongs to Jezirka in Greece. Since very early, uh, we actually migrated some activities online using technology and uh, digital resources uh, to reach our clients and uh, continue our case management interventions, including offering psychosocial and legal support. Thank you, Maisa, Jezirka and Jerome. Thank you all for listening to this podcast. Hope you find it interesting and relevant. Our next episode of The Field 
will deal about technology and innovation applied to child protection and assistance in the context of the COVID-19. Terre des Hommes has been working on the field for the last 60 years and is proud to be able to protect, help and assist millions of children every year.